0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Rainbow Dice Club. We are an LGBTQ2IA plus actual play D&D podcast coming to you from wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Lex, my pronouns are they, she, and I am the Dungeon Master for this evening. I am joined by not the entire group, but two members of the Unusual Order. Feel
1: free to introduce yourselves hello everybody my name is dusty my pronouns are she they and i play ivy night breeze tinker Faye. her pronouns are she her and um it's about to get lit hi
2: i am ariana uh, my pronouns are she her and i play Alara Spinnel spark her pronouns are she her and i am fucking scared today's episode includes complex past relationships drug-induced hallucinations emotional distress Panic attacks, profanity, PTSD flashbacks, reference to drowning.
0: Last time, the group completed their journey to the city of Tiramond that stands guard in front of the prismatic coves. In their final days of travel, Varys takes an interest in the wanted signs on various notice boards in the towns that they stop in. Alara spoke with her mother, then later took apart the watch and detection device she was given by Alessandr. Ferris decided to learn Elisander's handwriting in order to forge it down the road, and Ziva started to learn to cook and knit by watching her friends. Upon arriving in Tiramond, the group met the City Watch and their leader, Paula, who agreed to let them all go through the portal, thanks to the scroll they were given by Elisander. The night before going through the portal, the group stayed in a tavern with the barkeep who looked eerily similar to one of our players. Diva gave yet another wonderful performance, earning them free lodgings for the night. Ivy revealed her connection to the Seelie Court Queen Titania. Varys and Ivy have a heart-to-heart where Varys reveals that they are not half-elf and half-orc, but are actually a changeling. The next morning, the group went through the portal and seemed to be pulled in multiple directions. So we... Meet Alara and Ivy as they both get ripped through the undercurrent of the portal. You both spill out onto this very long workbench. Ivy, you look around at a very familiar sight. You see these kind of mossy green walls with arching gold accents all around, marble flooring with deep blue rugs and, again, gold accents all around. This looks a
1: lot like your father's workshop. She quickly gets to her feet and spins around, looking for a little a little contraption that should be up on the wall if it is her dad's uh, workshop.
0: Uh, make a, an investigation check, please. 18. So, yeah, you, with an 18, you look around and you see this kind of slightly rusted, tin dragon, this mechanized little dragon sitting high up on a shelf right above the main workbench. And you're looking at it and you see the little hands that are just ever so slightly out of alignment. You know that if the toy were spun, were activated, instead of clapping, the hands would miss each other.
1: Ivy points at it and just looks at Alara, alarmed and goes, oh my fucking god. What? What is it? She just points at it. She's trying to form, like, uh, she's trying to, like, wrap her head around what's going on right now. She just keeps pointing at this thing. And the longer you look at it, you see a little plaque that says Ivy's first tinker. Oh my god. And it's like a gold plaque. It's, like, very well made,
2: this little plaque. So Alara is glancing at that, but also glancing back towards wherever they just fell from. And as the moments tick by, is there a portal? Like, is there is there a portal behind us still?
0: Uh, make a perception check. Um, 17. As you sit there watching the space that you fell through or fell out of, you realize that you don't see that kind of shimmering quality that you saw on the other side at the prismatic coves that would kind of indicate to you that there could be a portal there. You don't see that, nor do you see any changes in the quality of the air right there. So it doesn't look like anything is dissipating, nor is there a portal present that you can easily
1: see. It looks like you popped out of thin air. Is this your house? Yes, this is my dad's workshop. Okay, I thought the portal came through
2: somewhere in like the woods or something. It's supposed to. Okay, also, um, we're two party members short, it seems. So she whirls around. You know, there's that.
1: Oh my God.
2: I don't think, I don't say anything about Bia. I don't
0: say, I don't mention Bia right now. As you are talking to each other, you hear someone running down the hallway towards the workshop, going, Don't, don't come any closer. I'm armed. I'm up. For sale. stay in bed. And he, this man opens up the door with a, <laughs> not even a bat, but a very large like peat plank of wood just in his hands. And he's this kind of gaunt not gone, but this skinny man with short, short, dark black hair and this kind of wild expression on his face. And he's wielding this plank of basically a two by four in his hands. And he bursts through the door and he looks at you and he's like, a- Ivy, Dad? Ivy, you're back! I fucking guess! What the f- Where did you come from? The,
2: the portal just d- deposited us here. is just pointing up at the ceiling.
0: And he yells over his shoulder. shoulder Vassell, our daughter is back! <sighs> she made it back to us. Hi? And he, like, drops the two-by-four that he was clutching so tightly, and it clamors to the ground, barely missing his foot. And he rushes over to you, Ivy, and pulls you into the biggest bear hug he possibly can. And he's just like, "I know it's only been a week, but I missed you so much." Oh, oh, oh! Um, Alara looks at the, cl- the the watch on her wrist. It's it's been a few hours.
2: So we've been here for like two minutes, and it says it's been a few hours.
1: Yeah. Okay. I I missed you too. Um, but I we went. Uh, this, this
0: is, this is Alara. Hi. And he like is still holding you so tightly, and he goes, "Alara, it's a pleasure to meet you." And he sticks out a hand while still holding Ivy as close to his chest as he can. She like very slowly and awkwardly holds it out. He shakes your hand and then pulls you in. He's like, "I'm gonna give you a hug too."
2: Oh no no oh no And she like, can I like sidestep that shit? What can I do? Yeah, you can up and He's like, oh, sorry, sorry, not touchy-feely. I'm just so excited. Okay. Oh, nice to meet you. Um, we're missing two of our friends. So I know this is probably weird timing for like a happy reunion and stuff, um, but
0: no idea where they may have went through. As you mentioned that you're missing people, Ivy's father looks around and then pushes Ivy away and holds her by the shoulders and just goes, Ivy, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Well, you know I'm going to freak out.
1: Where's Bia?
2: I was waiting to mention that.
1: Ivy looks up and tries to test the connection between the two of them. You're too far away. She um sits stands there for a moment, and then you can just see the panic like blanket over her face, like immediate. As you start to panic, you see
0: coming through the doorway this very elegant, golden woman in a very long dressing gown, and she steps through and she goes. Darling, what is it? What What's happening? What is... Oh, Ivy, it's so nice to see you again. How are you, my love? Why are you freaking out? She, um,
1: she barrels past her mom and starts running outside.
0: Her mother turns around, just goes, Of course, Basil, darling. What did you say to her this time? And he looks at her and he goes, I just, I pointed out to her that, that Bia was gone. Aren't you excited to see your daughter? I mean, of course I'm excited, she responds. And it's just been, what, a day? And he looks at her and just goes, Fasel, it's been a week. I know you're terrible with time, but get with the program. And he barrels past, ba- past your mother and chases after you. Alara, you are standing there faced with this very tall, very grandiose looking woman who looks almost Ethereal, who looks at you and is just like, And who are you? Um, I'm Alara, Ivy's friend. Wonderful. Well, I'm off to bed again. I didn't finish my trance. Um, you should be a little more excited to see her. She's kind of great. I know she's great. She's my daughter. Okay. Trance well, I guess. She kind of like floats off that kind of like, like beauty pageant kind of walk of like, (sighs) yes, of course.
2: Would it be a really dick move of me to throw a ball bearing under her foot as she's walking?
0: (laughs) It's up to you. It's up to you.
2: Fuck it. She's going to do it. (laughs) She's going to take out a ball bearing and just try to like bowl it. I want you to roll
0: a, I guess, a sleight of hand check. That is a 16 total. So as you, you toss this little ball bearing out, just to kind of spite this ethereal being that's walking in front of you. Vassell, Tinker Tinkerfei puts her foot down and immediately it flings out in front of her and she falls backwards and just goes, what the actual fuck was that? I guess I'm awake now. I'll go get ready for the day because Ivy and her friend have ruined my trance. And she kind of wanders off, giving you a bit of a glare.
2: Can I use the portal zapper thing that i have to like scan the wall will it give me
0: any readings yeah it'll give you some readings so i'd like to do that okay so you kind of hold it out and you're trying to scan around and you really don't get much from the immediate area okay it it doesn't like it's picking up arcane arcane energy but you know based on previous readings as it was coming through the portal that there was a spike in a different kind of like interplanar energy that is no longer present in this moment.
2: I'll follow them out, but I, can I do like a quick sweep of the, the little room that I'm in, like a perception check if there's any, like, do, do I see any magical gems?
0: You're gonna, are you going to investigate Ivy's
2: dad's workshop? I'm not, no, I'm doing a perception check as I'm walking out. I'm not investigating anything specific. I want to see if like, I just do a quick sweep. Anything catches my eye, I'll note it for later because we have priorities right now. Forget it. That's a two.
0: You just catch that this is definitely an artificer's workshop. Being an artificer yourself, you're like, yeah, this looks like a place I'd work in. Cool.
1: Uh, Ivy, how you doing? Where'd you go? Uh, she ran out into the front courtyard and she is like, she has no idea where to go from here. So she's just kind of like whirling around almost. Um, Trying to keep testing the connection between her and Bia.
0: As you kind of are running around, checking in your mind, hoping beyond all hope that you can connect to Bia, you continually get nothing. No response. Nothing. Your father comes out and he looks at you and he he goes, she's been okay before. She'll be okay again.
1: You know this. No, I don't know. I can't, I can't lose her. I I can't. You won't. You won't. I just I just hope she's with Varys and Siva I need you to breathe. Breathe with me. Breathe in. She she doesn't for a second. She's being defiant and then she gives in. End out.
0: <sighs> you don't have all the information. You don't know where where your friends are right now. So Bea could be with them and you could be worrying about nothing.
1: We also, I mean, we don't know where Varys and Ziva are either. I, this, this portal was supposed to go to the clearing that Titania told me about, but it, it spat us into your office. What were you thinking about when you went through the portal? I, I, I told Ziva something stupid like, I'm going to show you my home, but the, the Wild is my home.
0: He kind of laughs and rolls his eyes and he goes, well, there's your problem. What? You have to have a very clear idea of where you want to go. And if your idea was to go to that clearing, you had to think about the clearing. You were thinking about home. You were thinking about here. Okay, so then if-
1: I bet you anything your friends ended up closer to that clearing. She thinks about what they were talking about before and what maybe Varys and Ziva could have been thinking about. You can make an insight check. Okay, 15. Well, with the 15,
0: you know the motivations of your friends. Alara wants knowledge, and where is one place in the Feywild where she can get knowledge? That's gonna be in a, especially the kind of knowledge that are that Alara goes for. Ziva not understanding that the Feywild is a real place would just kind of be like, all right, we're going to the Fey, and naively have no idea and no set goal in mind for when she stepped through the portal. Ferris, Ferris very well could have been thinking that he just wants to see this other world. He might not have been thinking Ivy's home or that specific field. Ivy is the only one who knows that field specifically.
1: And I would also wager that Varys would always be thinking about the what ifs and the bad. So Ivy would very much think that they probably landed closer to the Underdark or the Unseelie court. She's gonna have this moment of thinking about things. And she looks at her father and she goes, oh fuck. I think I know where they might be. Okay, that's good. It means you've got a no, starting point. Uh, no, they might be in the Underdark. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Ziva Ziva didn't really believe me that that th- this place was real, so she just probably would go with wherever, right? But Varys is always thinking about the bad. He's always thinking about what could happen. And, and we were talking about the courts, and... I mean, he's smart. He would know that there is an unsealy court. He would know that there is an, an opposite to a good. I think that they're, they're either near there or they are there. And if they are there, we're all fucked. All of us. Oh, you really are. Alara's
2: come outside at this point and she's taking her Ziva and Vera's vials off of her chest and she's flinging like her nanobots, but they only go 60 feet. So I think they're going out 60 feet and like searching and then they're coming back. And she's then, she's walking like 20 feet in one direction and 20 feet in another direction.
1: Lara, uh, Laura, are you, what is, what is your friend doing? She looks at them and and she goes, it's, it's her, her her nanobots thing. Is your
0: friend an artificer? She is, yes. Oh my God, this is amazing. But I mean, yes. I haven't spoken to another artificer from Aurea in, in centuries. Uh, We have so much to talk about. Yes, after, maybe? Right, After? right. Priorities, priorities. Yes, she's yes.
1: genuinely one of the smartest people I've ever met. You would have great conversation. But please, friends. Friends first. Got it. I don't have those. So
0: can we save them, please? Yes. We may need to go talk with Titania
1: first. Okay. Um, what time is it? It's, it's pretty early. It's about six in the morning. Now oh, she's awake. She's never sleeping. Yeah.
0: Never really exactly the court doesn't really come to session until later but i don't know if we want to.
1: and i would much rather not be seen by the court
0: if anybody can get in with titania it's you. she's got a special place for you i
1: just i don't want anybody knowing i'm back right
0: now that's fair especially and he looks at he like kind of whispers at ivy especially if you're looking for more things or more people it's it's fair that that's a fair assumption. I'll keep it quiet.
1: Especially since I've lost Bea.
0: You know that nobody else believes that. They all believe it. I think you're being paranoid,
1: but I, I, I... I'm not being paranoid. No one believes that. Ivy. Everybody believes it. They're the ones who suggested it. Everybody believes it. I'm so man, is so far away right now. <laughs> uh, Ivy's voice is getting, like, agitated right now, so you would probably start hearing everybody believes it. Okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. She's gonna kind of walk over. Fine. I'll keep, I I said I'd keep it quiet. I won't tell anybody that you're here. I'll make sure your mother doesn't let the other members of the court know either.
2: You should probably check
0: on her. She slipped when she was walking upstairs. Um, She slipped? Vassel slipped. She lost her footing. She's never done that. That's incredibly strange. I've never seen her- I think f- I made her a little nervous. Ivy looks at you. <laughs> Basil also looks at you just perplexed, and he's just like, Vassell has faced my family directly and was unfazed. Avar just shrugs.
1: Oh yeah, apparently your family's a big fucking deal. Oh,
0: are they still a big deal? Are they still big assholes? Very much so, apparently. So we've heard. I'm sorry. Well, it's not your fault. Probably, right? I mean, there's a reason I left. They basically disowned me. Why? I wouldn't play the stupid political games. Are they like dangerous? Mm -hmm. They weren't really that dangerous when I left. They were just more annoying than anything else. I just wanted to, I wanted to learn more and see more. And I wanted to love who I wanted to love. And
1: they had a problem with it all because it didn't follow their agenda. (laughs) Alara makes a face.
2: She doesn't love your mom.
1: Ivy goes, once we find Varys and Ziva, I, I do want you to talk to Varys a little bit because I think your family has become a very big problem. Oh, interesting. I mean, it's not like I'm going to I can do anything about it. So I, I'm fairly I can. Oh, you're going back. Yes, uh, we have to go back. Um we're actually here to investigate the portals to see if they're like tearing apart the world. Do you know anyone We
0: need to talk more about your time because with priorities, priorities sorry, sorry, I'm getting off track again. Yeah, our friends. Yes, yes. Titania Find friends. Get beer
1: from wherever. Alessandro Delange. Who? The president of the science guilds. Alessandro Delange. No idea who that is.
2: <gasps> what about, you know what? I feel like we're going to get along really well. Um, and I get distracted very easily. And I think,
1: no offense, but you probably get distracted very easily too. Yes, he does. What are you talking about? What? What? Um, so I'm going to go to Titania now. Elara, do you want to come with
0: me, please? Yes. I do. Okay, cool. You see Basil kind of scurry upstairs and you could assume that he's going to stop your mother from telling the entire court that you're here. And also to check in on her, considering, again, she doesn't fall.
1: She rolled a natural three on her deck save. Strangest thing. (laughs) She's still tired. So Ivy is going to just start walking um, and she's going to walk off the grounds of their estate and start like brisk pace or of center of the city.
0: Alara, as you're following Ivy, you see that her estate, it's truly an estate. This is not, you've never seen a house like this or a home like this. It's probably about the size of the entire place where you grew up. Wow. Maybe not as tall, but like, it's pretty fucking big. There are a lot of parts that are gilded and gold crested and way too ornate for your usual tastes and a lot about Ivy not understanding how money works makes a lot of sense.
2: I think as we're walking she's just kind of like looking back at it and she'll just go so you're like really really rich huh? I mean money's not a, a big thing here. Okay so like fancy then? Yeah fancy. Like very fancy. Like maybe fancier than Alessander. I don't maybe but like in a good way in a good way that's that I take that back because I don't want to you know I take that back so this is the Wild. this is yes do you have a very big estate yes is that what you call it An estate? technically yes okay it, but it's my home yeah um where are we going to meet like the queen yes uh we're going to okay. her castle cool yep I'm dressed to meet a queen I think probably right she's fine yeah I'll play it super cool.
0: Ivy doesn't fully believe that. <laughs> you guys walk through the town, which kind of mirrors a lot of the estate, but on a smaller scale. So a lot of the grandeur of these different buildings is very similar to what Ivy's home looks like, only smaller. It's a very busy, busy city, a very large place. You kind of can kind of follow the path in as you're walking. But you, if you were to kind of map it out in in your mind, you would kind of imagine almost the city acting like a moat around this castle in the center, and you are able to walk through this. It takes a while to get there. It's it's you're not right immediately there, and you could have you could hire a coach
1: if you want to get there faster. Ivy does not want anybody knowing that she's there. As we're walking there. Ivy looks at Alara and goes, Okay, um, so I guess I should maybe explain a little bit my role here in town. Um, nobody likes me. No way. There is a reason for it that really fucking sucks. Um, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but I, I don't want anybody knowing that I'm here. Okay especially since Bia is gone, it would be kind of like open fucking season on Ivy. So can we... Why? Long story. That I... You are...
2: you. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. I mean, we're not... We kind of stand out,
0: though. Well, do we stand out in the Faye? Ivy doesn't. Do I? It's more that your clothing, especially Alara's clothing, where you are, where you both are right now, it's a very kind of like uppity place. And... Alara is wearing a gigantic oversized green jacket and, like, combat boots. And she's probably caked in some degree of mud. Mm, And she still
2: has a dead flower in her hair, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Alara will put her hood up
1: um, on her jacket and be like, is this better or worse? Worse. Okay, takes it off. it's, It's so early. We don't normally get up at this time. A lot of the times we trance at the later half of the night if that makes sense okay so we're always up pretty late um doing things so i just want to make sure she's gonna help us find um and ziva right because yes she knows everything that's has to stay our number one priority yes yes um okay i um i'm I'm thankful that Varys is with ziva right now well okay no i take that back i don't fucking know i think i don't fucking know no hey they could be listen no no oh they they are both no oh they could be they could be oh my god they ivy hey hi ivy hi look at me listen Uh uh-huh Mm-hmm. They're fine.
2: They're going to be totally fine. Ziva is like really, really strong and powerful. And she's literally touched by a god. And Varus, his eyes change colors and they can growl like a beast. So that's weird. His eyes split? Yeah. You didn't see that a couple of weeks ago? No. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that later. But I think that probably they're fine. They're both scary in their own right um, when they want to be. Uh huh. So we just have to stay positive and we have to breathe. That is not my strong suit. Well, if I can help you in any way, I have Pearl. I have... I'll take Pearl out of my fucking pocket. Pearl hops out of my pocket. She's with us now. She'll fit in here, right? Yes, actually. She's weird. Cool. She would probably help you fit in more. Cool. And I take out my worry stone and it's very cold because no one's been touching it and I place it in your hand and I'm like, you can hold on to this until
1: we find them. How about that? She she holds it so tight that it's obviously going to create an indentation in her hand, <sighs> okay. but... Maybe, okay, that might not be your thing. That's okay. (laughs) No, no, it's good. It's good. Let's go. Yes, let's go. Thank you.
0: Thank you. As you walk up to the castle, you are approached by these two guards with deep orange skin and armor, that mirror almost falling leaves. Step forward and go, state your business. I look at Ivy. Ivy, Nightbreeze, Tinkerfay. One of them looks at you and goes, Okay, you're back. And the other one goes, yes, Miss Tink- Miss Nightbreeze Tinkafe, please come in. Titania will see you, I guess. Warm reception as always. Thank you. And as you're walking away, you kind of hear them, you kind of hear them whispering behind you, just going, can't believe she actually came back. I thought she was gone forever.
2: I throw a ball bearing at one of their heads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just chuck it. Roll to attack. <laughs> Mm, no it's a five you chuck a ball bearing and it misses him (laughs) drastically these two just like focused in on the fact that ivy night breeze tinker Faye is back i think i'll just whisper to ivy you um you weren't lying not that i thought
2: you would be lying but are you gonna like tell us ever what's what's going on this is like super weird why does everyone hate you and like i'm sorry too you're super rude
1: i will i will tell you when we're all back together Considering it feels like we're going to be here for a fucking while.
2: Okay. I'm just going to keep chucking ball bearings at people, though, who talk bad about you. So
1: (laughs) You're going to run out of ball bearings. I have like a thousand. um... You're going to run out of ball bearings.
0: You guys walk into this castle and instead of the kind of green and blue mixed with gold that you saw at Ivy's house, you're seeing almost... Cascading rainbow colors mixed with gold, silver, and bronze in different areas. A very opalescent rainbow kind of color. When Ivy, you make your way not to the main chamber where the Seely Court is held. You head straight upstairs to Titania's private chambers. Um, Without breaking stride, she goes up to the door and knocks three times. You hear a voice in your head that just goes, Welcome back, my darling. My sweet child, I'm sorry to
1: see you come back so soon and without your friend. Please come in. She um, opens the door and walks in, making sure that Alara comes in too.
0: Alara's standing very straight. (laughs) She's trying to be like very nonchalant. Queen Titania is like eight feet tall, beautifully grand with cascading opal blue hair that shimmers in the lights as it touches her. She's dressed in a long, dark green gown that seems to mimic whatever the outside the outside foliage may look like on a given day. You can see kind of tucked behind her a set of wings that you're not entirely certain if they're functional or not, but damn, are they beautiful. And she kind of stoops down just a slight bit as you walk in and she brings her hand to Ivy's chin and she holds it there and just goes out loud. I missed you, sweet child. I know you didn't miss this place.
1: I'm happy to see you. I just wish it was under better circumstances, my darling. Ivy's trying very hard to like not panic right now as she nods and says, I, I missed you too. And I would love to catch up, but you know, We need to find people. Alara, you hear in your head a
0: voice that goes, Young one, you need not be so stiff. She immediately (laughs) touches back over, like, relaxes. I appreciate the effort, but no need to be so stiff, sweet child. She looks at Ivy yet again and goes, I know what you need to do. I will make sure you get there safely. I don't know where they are. Are they at least all together? That is beyond my ability to see right now. Thank you. You need to start heading, and I'm so sorry to say it, but you need to start heading back. Back to where you first found
1: her. Ivy visibly stiffens.
0: Are are they all there? All I'm getting from, from the messages of the universe is that that is where you'll find them. Whether they're all together, I can't say. Sinister forces are moving again. She is not safe.
1: Ivy nods. And she goes, it feels like the universe hates me sometimes. Um, okay. Okay. Fuck, okay. She gets down to her,
0: not, no longer stooping, she gets down on her knees and sits in front of you. Just like your father did not too long ago, she holds you by both shoulders and goes, The universe does not hate you. This was meant to be. You will be okay. And I have to trust that because I trust you. She looks over at Alara and goes, Thank you for bringing my winter child here. Well, she brought me here, but you're welcome, I guess. Well, I know she wouldn't have come had it not been for you
2: and the others. I guess you should be thanking Alessander. He's the one who sent us here. But we don't like him, so. He's kind of an asshole.
0: I see a lot. I don't I don't know that
2: name. Good. Did you know my name? No. Do you know my name? Can I give her my name?
1: I asked Ivy. You can't. No, don't give her your name, but you can- Oh, tell her my name? Yes, you can tell her your name. <laughs>
0: Semantics are quite important here, little one. They are indeed. Um I'm Alara, Alara Spinnelspark. It's nice to meet you. My name is Queen Titania, leader of the Sealy Court.
2: I thought you were a fairy tale like yesterday.
0: Um so we're all fairy tales in the end, aren't we?
1: I guess. But Can you help us find our friends? I've given you all I can. I know where to go. If
0: I try and make any more of a any more waves. She looks at Ivy. I know. People will know that you're here, and I don't want to make your time any more tumultuous than it already will be. Okay, let's, um, let's go. She pulls you in one last time for a little hug and kisses the top of your head, and you
1: both head out. As Ivy walks out um, of the castle, she very obviously knows where she's going by the determined way that she's walking, and she looks at Alara and goes, okay, so we are actually going to the place where I first met, Dragon Bia. So- Dragon- be you mean Bia? Yes, Bia. Why'd you call her Dragon Bia? Because
2: she's a dragon and she's Bia. Okay. You've never called her Dragon Bia before. Ivy, I feel very um out of my depths right now and I'm not trying to force you to give any information, but- Everything is very confusing, and I'm trusting you. I mean, I have no choice. You're my only lifeline here right now. So you don't have to tell me anything, I guess, but please just
1: don't... I don't know, don't screw me over, I guess. I Promises are a very big deal here in the Fair Wild. They tend to take on a life of their own. So when I tell you that I promise you that I will do my absolute best to make sure that you are safe, it is a very big deal. And I promise you.
0: Okay. It's probably closer to about eight, nine in the morning at this point. And do you guys head back to the Night Breeze Tinker home or are you heading straight out? We're heading straight out. Okay. There are a few more people on the, on the streets as you're leaving and they don't quite... It's pretty common to see an, an aladrin in these parts, it's basically ladrin or Sylvan elves, and that's about it. So nobody really bats an eye at either of you, despite Alara's, Alara's clothes being a little bit different.
1: And you manage to leave the city. Um, as they leave the city and start walking into like the forest, Ivy says, So when I first met Bia, it was after my first wild shape and my first wild shape was the one that you see today it actually didn't change at all so as you can imagine it was a very tumultuous time for me and i was running and i was upset and i heard this little creature and my wolf form kind of took over and carried the both of us to where this little creature was in danger. And I came upon her and this little bundle of righteous fury tumbling around in the water. She was drowning, but she was fighting. She's always been a fighter. And I saved her. And we've been inseparable ever since. So I think Alara will kind of just
2: look at her for a minute. She'll just kind of be like, so you saved her.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, I guess I saved her, I almost ate her, but I did save her in the end. Oh. Yeah, is that like a thing that happens sometimes when you turn into bone wolf, Ivy? Yes. I don't know if this is like indicative of every druid, I only have kind of my own experience. My mom never
2: tries to eat people um, when she wild shapes, so... what does she wild
1: shape into No bones? Nope.
2: Mm-mm. Just like regular cute
1: animals, mostly. I can wild shape into a squirrel, but a bony squirrel. But yeah, um, I don't know why, but it, the longer I'm in the wild shape, sometimes the the more I have to fight that um, animalistic urge. Well,
2: yeah, I think I kind of, I guess I kind of have started to notice that. And I think Alara like files that back for sure to like keep an eye on, but... She'll go, um, I mean, I always knew that Bia was very important to you, um, and now, you know, I I think I understand why. So we just have to find her, right? Yes, we- We find the others, and we'll find her,
0: and I know I was, like, really excited to be here, but I kind of want to get out of here now. As you start to walk into the forest, make a perception check for me, Ivy. 18. You walk into the forest, and- you notice pretty quickly that, yeah, it's, it's still fairly early in the morning, but there should be more light. It's almost as though the dark is starting to take over in certain parts of the forest. It wasn't this dark, ever,
1: when you were younger or before. The darkness is taking on a mind of its own, it looks like. That doesn't sound good. I don't believe it is, no.
2: You think it's related to um what we were sent here for? It's very
0: possible. I checked the watch. So you have been in the Feywild for about four hours. About 12 hours have passed in Oria.
2: Should we like avoid the darkness or this is your territory, so
0: I'm just kind of blindly following? Um, I think so. As much as we can, I guess. Okay. As you guys are continuing through, Ivy, you start to notice some vines that are kind of spinning and twisting around. You know that some of the foliage around here, it's not just alive in the sense that plants are alive, but they are live and they're moving. After some time, you see the path that leads to the lake, the place where you found Bia, the place Titania told you to go to. You know this path. You've walked it so many times before. You knew the spots to avoid as you start to see the bioluminescence. You feel like it's grown since your last time here, encroaching more and more onto the path, the darkness pushing in. There seems to be more of a stark contrast between the bright spots of bioluminescence around you. I need you both to make perception checks. Ivy, it's going to be flat because you've been here before, but Alara, you're going to be at disadvantage because this is a brand new place and there's a solid chance you're going to be distracted.
1: Uh,
0: Eight. That's a seven. Yay. I need you both to make constitution saving throws. Ivy, you're so focused on the path ahead and how it's changed that you mindlessly brush your hand against one of the petals of a particularly bright and almost sickly beautiful neon purple and white flower.
3: Um, that's an 18.
0: Oh no, it's a that one. Okay. You walk on for a bit and the path starts to widen again. You can see the lake. You can see some of the light glistening across the surface of the lake, the sun looming high above you. The water seems to almost act like a mirror. You haven't walked this path with a friend in a long time. Ivy, you stop, a cold sweat drenching you, and your mouth runs dry. You look down at your feet. Alara walks a few steps past, not noticing that Ivy has stopped. Ivy, a feeling of overwhelming fear begins to overtake you. You look up and you're met with an all too familiar face. And she looks at you. I'm gonna be playing this character. I know that it's Alara that's gonna be standing there, but I will be playing the character. What is happening? Okay. You see the very familiar bright eyes and golden skin and long cascading blonde hair. As she looks at
1: you and just goes, Ivy, Ivy, are you ready? She just stares for a moment, and she goes, Beatrice?
0: Why are you looking at me like I'm... What are you... We're going to the lake. What? We Come on. That's the whole point of the sneaking out plan. Let's go. No. 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 Ivy, who are you talking to? You see this figure start to walk ahead of you, and she's beckoning you with her, and... She's like, well, come on. You're going to get lost if you don't keep up. I, I, you're you're dead. I, I'm not dead. Ivy, you, 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 you died. What are you doing here? I don't. Coming out of where Lara is talking from, you hear a voice that says, why would you say I died? Because you did.
1: We, we never, we never, you, We never found you.
2: Ivy, I'm right here. Ivy, it's Alara.
1: Ivy, let's just go swimming, come on. No, no, no. This is gonna be so much fun. No, 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 no swimming, no.
0: As you say no swimming, you feel like your legs suddenly can't hold you up any longer and you fall to the ground on your knees. Ivy. I think
2: Alara kind of runs back and drops down with her and, like, maybe, like, grabs her shoulders to kind of guide her down uh, to stop her from, like, collapsing fully.
0: Ivy, you notice a smudge of neon purple pollen on your hand and you realize what has happened. The hallucination starts to fade. You look up and see a version of Alara staring back at you. Beatrice is still there, but they're both kind of distorted as if you're looking at them underwater. Like a ripple along the water will pass, and Alara will fade to Beatrice or Beatrice to Alara. Um, I think Pearl is kind of like
2: putting her snout underneath your hand, and Alara is on her knees in front of you. Ivy, Ivy, it's me. It's Alara. Look at me. Hey. She looks at you with tears in her eyes, and she goes, Alara? Guess. Are you okay? D- did you see her? No. It was just me. There's no one here.
0: Sh- it's just us. Yes. Ivy, you start to hear this whisper in the back of your mind, a multiple of voices. She was too too clear to be
1: an illusion. illusion.
0: It was like you could touch her and it would actually be her. Like you could caress her cheek and feel the warmth again. She was right. Would I get the feeling that she was having a flashback or? You're getting panic attack vibes. You're just getting full blown panic attack vibes. Okay.
2: Ivy, have you, um, have you had a panic attack before? Yes. Okay, um, what helps you? Bia. Okay, um, I'm really sorry that Bia's not here right now. I know that the stuff that helps me doesn't help you, so I'm not going to suggest it, but maybe we can just for, like, a minute, um, just maybe we can take some breaths. I think your heart is probably beating really fast right now, but we're okay. You're okay. And I think that maybe we just need to breathe for a minute. Can we breathe?
1: I couldn't save her. I didn't even know she was gone. I'm sorry. It happened so fast. I d- she was such a good swimmer, I don't know. Ivy, I'm so sorry. It's not my fault.
0: No. As you say those words, it's not my fault. These whispers in your mind jolt to life from the darkest spaces of your head. You, you wanted, wanted to be, to the only, be child the only child of the child court, of didn't of the court,
1: you? now, didn't you?
0: But you're hearing those voices that are whispering ever not so quietly. Do I feel like I'm losing her again? Like she's going back inside of herself? Make an insight check.
2: With advantage because Pearl's there? Yes, with advantage. Oh, I'm literally just threw my dice. I picked it up and I shot it out of my hand because my hands are shaking.
0: Two twelves. You get an idea that, you know, she's... Kind of dissociated, but you're not losing her. You're not entirely certain what's going on. At some point or another, you even hear familiar voices of people that you love questioning the validity of your story going, You even said it, darling. She's a good swimmer. How would she die?
1: I loved her. Laura. I loved her. I can see that.
0: I don't doubt
2: you. I believe you. And I'll put, I'll put my, like, I'll put both of my hands out.
0: She, um, she takes your hands. And, um. I want you to make a wisdom save with advantage, please. Dirty 20. With a dirty 20, you're able to center yourself. The hallucination and the voices are gone. And you realize that you were hearing the doubts that you had had. Doubts from doubts about yourself, about what had happened, those questions that you had at the very beginning of how could this have happened? You're hearing those doubts regurgitated in the voices of those you love and those that you've been around, but they weren't real. You also realize that the vision of Beatrice also wasn't real.
1: She um, takes a few stuttering breaths and um, wipes her face. She's like, a crying mess Shh. Alara
2: will pull a tissue, a handkerchief out of her pocket and hand it to you
1: she smiles and takes it and um, wipes her face and she goes I am so sorry Ivy, mean, you have
2: nothing to apologize for of all people, I think I get it you had a moment, um, a flashback or I, I don't know what happened for you and you don't have to explain it, that's okay but you're okay, and we're here and the ground is here and the sky is here and I'm here and you're here and we're going to be OK and we're going to find Bia and we're going to find Varys and Ziva and Starburst too, I guess, um, because he's <laughs> a part of our group now and it's going to be OK. It, if you want to talk about it, I'm here. Uh, if you don't, I totally understand. I think you involuntarily regurgitated a lot of information to me right now. Which, again, I get. I do that a lot. So, I get it. But you're okay. I'm okay. Mm Mm-hmm. We're okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And we can breathe. And the air is fresh and crisp. And we can sit here as long as you want. Until you're ready. No, I I think we should go find them. I'll hand you the uh, decanter of endless water before we go. She takes a couple sips. It's really cold, right? It really is. It stays cold, and it doesn't ever stop, so. Weird. I know, it's cool. Puts it back in her pocket.
0: All right, you guys keep walking, Ivy being incredibly careful to not hit any other questionable plants. Hours pass, and you finally make your way. Ivy, you see, appearing on the horizon, you see the expanse of the lake. In the center, you see an island that houses another fae city that you've never been to because you don't have a boat right now at least but you know that it houses another city
1: when they get close to the water um ivy looks at alara and goes can i um can i hold your hand
2: yes if that yeah Mm -hmm.
1: um and she will like lightly just like how two hands join not like interlacing fingers just so that if alara needs to she can pull away Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And Alara is, I think, like, she's trying really hard to be supportive, but she, but it's, she's holding your hand because you need her to hold your hand. And you get the sense that it's like a big deal for her.
0: Which is why she's holding it loosely. hmm As you approach, I'd like you both to make investigation checks. Or perception checks, sorry, perception. Oh my god, I did it again. Stop throwing your dice. It was a 12. 19. Neither of you see anyone or anything. You don't see a pseudo dragon. You don't hear anything like that. Ivy, the lake is eerily calm, just like it was that day. Great. Um,
1: Ivy's going to reach out with her connection.
2: Alara's going to reach out with her healing word, nanobots. <laughs> but do Ivy first. <laughs>
0: You reach out, you feel your mind try and try and try to connect to Bia the way that it used to be just so easy and seamless. It's not there. Like the connection's not there or just I'm not
1: getting anything.
0: You're not getting anything. And a la and Alara, your your nanobots span spread out in a sixty foot radius and then come straight back to you.
2: Um so I'm totally keeping it really cool and I'm not nervous at all this is the way that we were supposed to go to find everyone right yes okay yes um um so we're doing a great job totally great yeah i think that we're so cool yeah i think we're doing a good job we're so cool yeah no no yes we are like look honestly look at us like look at us
0: we're, we're good and i hate to keep putting this pressure on you i don't i'm not sure which way to go It's probably around four in the afternoon at this point. It's not quite dusk. I need you both to make another perception check. Fourteen. Six. With a six and a fourteen, neither of you notice the pair of beady black eyes staring at you from the brush just along the edge of the lake, watching your every
1: move. I see it. I'm going to punt it.
3: I'm gonna throw a belt there. We're gonna (laughs) leave
0: this episode tonight.
1: And that's where we're gonna leave it tonight. Holy shit. Probably a good thing I don't see that thing because I'm gonna punt it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. We are so grateful for all of the continued support.
3: If you want more content, check out our Ko-Fi where you can leave a tip or subscribe to support the podcast.
0: And you can get access to early episodes, the Rainbow Dice Club chat after show, character journals, deleted scenes, and so much more.
2: Special thanks to our Green Fiend Ko-Fi supporters, Josh from Tabletop Journeys Podcast and Michael. Don't forget
1: to follow us on all socials at Rainbow Dice Club. And if you like what you hear, please consider leaving us a review. It helps us reach a lot more cool people like you. All right, friends.
0: Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. And just remember that wherever you are in your journey, you are valid, you are accepted, and you are welcome at our table. Bye!
3: Bye! 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 Bye. Hey, everyone. Wayra here. Every month, we select a charity to support. And when we consider the trauma our community is facing right now, it only felt right to bring back the Trevor Project. For those who aren't familiar, the Chever Project provides support and crisis intervention to our LGBTQ2IA youth 24-7, 365 days a year. They also conduct research, public education, and advocacy. The world is a scary place right now for our community. There is no question we've had a big setback in our history. We here at the Rainbow Dice Club will always be a safe space for every member of the LGBTQ2IA community, and that will never change. If there's anything the TTRPG community knows, it's that when one of our party members is attacked, we all roll for initiative. So, to all those who fight, we are with you. To all those who are still closeted and afraid, you are valid in your identity regardless of its visibility. To all those who are struggling, we hear you. If you need to step back and stay away from the events, that's okay. Rest and take the time you need. Know that you are not alone and these dark times in our history will not last forever. We hope you stick around with us to see it get better. Love you all, and please remember that no matter where you are in your self-discovery journey, you are valid, you are loved, you are accepted, and you are always welcome at our table.
2: What is Slay the Stars? Oh. Come with us and enjoy a chaotic D&D hotpot. A dash of cosmic fantasy. A few cloves of dark fairy tales. And that's the entire bottle of shenanigannery. Oh dear. Who no. knows. Listen in every other Tuesday at noon, Eastern
3: Standard Time on any major streaming platform. Slaythestars.com, Persomnia at Astra.